Hey, don't I know you? You're Johnny the Liar, right? You want to know why they call me that? Because when I was a kid, somebody asked me how to get to the mall. And I told them it was on the wrong side of town, located near a popular crack house. Also, I have a pension for not telling the truth in situations where the outcome has no effect on me. Like, one time somebody asked me what I thought of their jacket. I told them that I thought it was racist. It wasn't. And I don't know why I said that. I should have just told them I think it's fine. I didn't know them. I was on my way to the arcade to meet somebody. And this person just asked me a question. Jesus. Nah, I'm just messing with you. One teacher, when I was in the third grade, asked me what time it was, and I told her that it was ten minutes past two. In reality, it was only 12.15, and she dismissed the whole class for the next class. She was very upset when she found out what time it really was, and I was sent to the principal's office. I've been called Johnny the Liar ever since. I can't stress enough how little I care about a lot of things. Now, having said that, I wanted to discuss women and whether or not they shave, what men tend to think about that, what I think about it. But I'm going to start this by saying that my wife had surgery to, like, laser surgery to get rid of most of her body hair well before we ever met. So fortunately, this is not something that I've ever had to discuss with her. Me, as far as what I find attractive, I've never minded it if a woman has hair on her vagina. That is kind of like being uh, an adult to me. If it's gone because you like to shave it, that's fine. Do I think that on some women it makes them look like chicken breasts? A little bit. But I don't judge it. I think it's weird for a guy to want or demand that a woman shave her privates. Mainly because, like, children don't have hair on their privates. So you want her to look like a child. If you're disgusted by hair, I guess that's another scenario in general. Just because, okay, if you genuinely find body hair anywhere on the body disgusting and some people do my wife is one of them that's okay i think you should be allowed to tell the person that you're with like hey this thing really bothers me even if they don't have it but you should be allowed to say i really don't like this um so just in case that's ever going to come up between the two of us no that's how i feel about that and as a matter of fact i did date a woman a long time ago who didn't like men having underarm hair. Now, my underarm hair isn't like the wildest bush in the forest, but it was certainly there. So what did I do? I shaved my underarms for her because I was like, it's really not a big deal to me. Um, if you find hair gross, I'll just shave my underarms. And wouldn't you know what happened as soon as I shaved my underarms? I wanna say it was two days later that we broke up, which it was fine. I was just mad that I went through the trouble of weed whacking my underarms, then literally shaving them. But, um, you know, that happens, I guess. But I can recall two situations 
where I did have to discuss women's body hair. It was probably, yeah, it was definitely uncomfortable both times, but I think both times that it came up, the relationship was either done and we were trying to fix things on the back end or it, this, the second time it was basically done. Like we had both checked out mentally, hated one another for a long time. And then we had this argument over the body hair, which was nothing compared to everything else that we argued about. Things just needed to see their way to completion. So in one of the situations, this is a woman I had only been dating for, I think less than a year, but it was a pretty intense little romance. So we had broken up, but now we're in that trying to, I don't even know if we were trying to work it out, but we were still seeing each other a lot, like weeks at a time sometimes. Um, so I'm over, she had asked me to come over I get there, and when I, we are lying down in bed, I notice that her legs are really hairy. And I don't think it was the winter time, because I know that women tend to shave less in the winter time. So I'm looking at the stubble. I think I'm feeling it with my hand. It was a long time ago, forgive my memory. And uh, I asked her, because I'm like, what are you doing with all this hair? And you're like, that's not what I said, because I'm better than that. I'm a little more tactful. But I did say like, hey, um, how come you didn't shave your legs? And she's like, um, I didn't think it was a big deal or something like that. To which I responded, well, you knew I was coming. You asked me to come over. So I guess I kind of thought you would shave your legs before I got here. And then she made a big deal, <clears throat> excuse me, out of whether or not she should get up and go shave her legs right then. And okay, did I want her to shave her legs? Yes, yes I did. Um, did I want it badly enough that I wanted to make it into a big argument? Not really. Did I want it badly enough that I was going to say yes after she had given me the out, but it was clear that she did not want to get up in that moment and actually go shave her legs, then come back to bed and put on the sexy face and pick up where we left off. No, I knew that that was a bad move. I had already stuck my toes into the water of fecatude, but I knew better. I was like, nope, don't make her go shave her legs because there will be no sex. And more important than sex, because it's really not all that's on my mind. But I was like, things aren't going to be better when she comes back here after that. Now, that was the end of that with that one girlfriend. Um, I felt like I probably shouldn't have brought it up because it was too late because I was already there while she had hairy legs. But I did feel that I deserved the right to let it be known. I thought it was strange that she would invite a man over with hairy legs. Now, I've seen plenty of mostly large women who have hairy legs and they tend to be black. When I've spoken with them about it, they tend to tell me that men don't care. I half agree with that. I think some men don't care and other men do what I did 
and measure whether it's worth it or not to have that conversation, potentially have an argument, and maybe lose out on sex, potentially for good. I know some women who feel very strongly about their hairy legs and underarms. Like, it's wild that they feel that, like, sometimes I'll see it, and I'm just like, are they walking around 24-7 feeling empowered because they've got their hairy legs and armpits? I hope so, because I hope it's for you. It shouldn't be for me because you don't know me. I'm a stranger who doesn't like seeing hair on women. But my opinion shouldn't matter because I don't go with a megaphone screaming that through the streets for hairy-legged women and those who shave to hear this man's opinion. So I'm like, please, please don't let that be for me. Let that be for you. The same way that heels are for you. I don't, I've never asked a woman to wear heels. Do I think it's sexy? Not really, but I, I get the benefit that it gives to looks a little taller, butt looks better, legs look better. I hear, because I never really see this dramatic difference when they put the heels on and they don't. But after seeing the bunions and what it does to women's feet and all the pain that goes along with it, I would never want some woman to have to put on heels for me, especially not in New York, but ever. And that's for them, like putting on makeup. I don't like makeup. So when women put on a lot of makeup, I'm like, oh, that's for you. But if it is for me, please, don't bother. You've gone through far too much trouble. Now, when it comes to the hairy legs, I've seen how upset women get when it gets brought up. Even if they're not like together, if you're just a bunch of friends talking and there's a woman around, it's best to keep your opinion to yourself. I have learned that. Like somebody put up a, uh, a Instagram story poll. Uh, she had recently, I think, grown out her, um, I think it was her underarms. If it was her legs, they were super hairy. And she was like, oh, who likes my underarms like this? I, I checked no. Now, I should have kept going. But I did check no. And, of course, the percentage was high for people who liked it. Like 98%. And then there's that little 2% that includes myself that were like, nah, I don't dig it. So, of course, within the next 24 hours, she has posted something about the results of that poll. And she's like, yep, just like I thought, bunch of uh, hardcore feminists love it. And then there's Tyler and a couple of other people. But she threw my name out there like, and then there was you and your minions who are trying to enslave me, get me to shave. Hey, would I like it? Sure. But if you're with some dude who likes hairy legs, and I, I hope that men who tolerate hairy legs, and I did use the word tolerate, but I think anytime something is gross and you're willing to go along with it, you're tolerating it. I hope that they really do like it. And I hope that they're just not some like beta dude who is afraid to actually tell somebody what he is and is not attracted to. It's like, I'm trying to think of what a man can do. Like, okay, when I met my wife, I was wearing a lot of um, tight pants, jeggings. Uh, at least one pair I can acknowledge were jeggings. I thought I looked great in them. I still think I look great in them. 
at some point because I've always had this thing where I'm like, oh yeah, people thought I was gay for so long in my life that I, I generally don't like to portray a stereotype that would lead somebody to believe the wrong thing. And my wife is like, oh, when we first met for a moment, I thought maybe you were like bisexual or something. And I was like, why? What did I do? What did I say? She's like, oh, well, you used to wear those red pants. And I was like, mm. And then I'm thinking back on me and the red pants. And I love the red pants. They're still in my closet. But I haven't worn them. I haven't worn them since we first met, but I damn sure would never wear them after that day. She went on to tell me how much she hated those pants. Um, so I won't wear them. She doesn't like them. And it's not like they don't do enough for me <laughs> that I need them. So I get it. You should be allowed to tell somebody. Which takes me to example number two. So, in this relationship, we've hated each other for so long. We're still together, and I don't know why it took so long. Actually, I do. One day, I may delve into all that, but it just makes me very angry to think about. Um, I'm in the bed, and I notice... A few underarm hairs, little stragglers. This was not a particularly hairy woman, but she was, like, she was lazy, not nasty. Because, like, if she just sat around letting the hair grow, but she was just like, ah, oh, I don't feel like shaving this week, that would be a nasty lazy. Her excuse when I asked about the underarm hair was, oh, well, I don't really grow a lot of underarm hair, so I've just never really shaved them. And I was like, oh. And then she kind of said the same thing for her legs. She was like, well, I, I shave them, but I shave them a lot less than most people because the hair doesn't really grow like that. And I'm like, right, right. And then she starts going like, yeah, and if you shave too often, it'll come back thicker, which I've heard it. I, I believe it, but I don't know if it's like a proven fact. Never heard a like, doctor tell me that, but I get it. But now I have noticed the underarm hair and once I have noticed something I am not gonna stop like looking at it I'm always gonna see it it's kind of like because uh, I did have to tell her if I say oh man your toenails are pretty long they're cutting me in bed you have to do something about your toenails because the next time that they cut me and I'm looking at them every time after that because I'm like did she cut them she didn't okay so I, I needed her to address the underarms, but not right away. Let's say that this was like January 3rd that I said this. Now it's like January 23rd. So it's been 20 days and I'm back in a bed and I notice the underarm hair again. And I'm like, hey, how come you still haven't shaved your underarms? Or did you? And it grew back already. She's like, oh, whoops, no. I forgot about it. And I was like, right on. Could you though? Like, would you? I think it's weird that I had to ask you twice. And here's the thing. I do think it's weird to ask somebody to do something twice. I would probably never ask somebody a third time because I feel like to ask anybody something twice is um, not overbearing, but I guess that's the closest word to it that's on my mind right now. Um, because nobody should make anybody else do anything. But if it's 
the give and take of a relationship, we'll call it the relationship dance, I do think that you're allowed to state. Now, if you don't want to do it, you're allowed to say that. And that's your prerogative. And then I am the one who has to decide what I'm going to do about that after that. So, in this situation, if I had said like, oh man, it's been like 20 days and you still haven't done that. Are you going to do it? And then she responds, no, no, I don't think I am. Don't really want to. So sorry about that. That's all fine. But now is when I go, cool. I'm not trying to force anything on you, but I don't find that attractive. So now we need to discuss what we're going to do because I don't want to be with somebody that I'm like disgusted by. Does that make sense? And to anybody thinking, oh, well, it's not all physical. No, no, it's not. But if I think it's gross to have a goiter jotting out of your neck, I don't want to have sex with somebody who's got a goiter jotting out of their neck. I'm sorry. Now, if we both grow old together and we've had a good 80 years, that's another story. I'm not a monster. But if tomorrow it happens, I'd love to go to the doctor's office with you and discuss our options for having the goiter removed. Like, I don't want to just be with a goiter. So I don't want to be with a hairy legged or armpitted woman if I don't find that attractive. But yes, that is your right to rock the hair. Empower. Empowerment. Hit the streets. With it, actually, I'm going to take back the last part. I think it's really just wild to see it out in the streets. And I'm waiting because I have a son now who is starting to repeat everything and just goes around saying what he sees, like the guy from Superman. Oh, it's a bird. It's a plane. Like my son's just doing that now. And I'm like, one day he is going to see a hairy legged woman and point at it and ask, and I pray that she lets me answer the question without feeling the need to woman-splain or jump on in like, oh, I'll tell you what this is, young man. These are my legs. You see, they grow hair just like yours. But society says, like, I don't ever want him to go through a moment like that because I would stop her. I'd be like, all right, please don't talk to my son. He was asking me a question. Yes, we're talking about you. But like a gentleman, we're going to walk 80 paces that way and have the conversation so you don't hear what I have to say. And what I have to say would probably be something like some women find it very empowering to grow the hair out on their bodies. They grow hair like we do. They don't like being told or shamed into having to shave. Okay, so does mommy have hairy legs? No, your mother thinks hair on her legs is gross. Do you like hair on legs? I do not. I don't know any men that do. But apparently there are some because these women are still fucking people. And that's how it would go. But there are also other things that I'm afraid of him pointing out, like a large woman who is seemingly pregnant but isn't. Um, anybody with a disability, I'm really, I cringe at the thought of that one because I got a real big soft spot for anybody who's disabled and I'm praying that he treats that one really kindly and we can just walk away as I whisper like, I'll explain to you why that person's a little different, but please don't be a dick.
cleaning the bathroom. Huh. How the hell is some shit getting right there under the toilet? It's over by my knee. That doesn't make Oh, wait a second. Okay. There was that explosion the other day. And it was not like somebody just opened up a bag and some shoes and equipment fell out. I thought I heard a gunshot. That makes sense. That's how things are getting all the way over here. I must have, like, asshole pooping powers. All right, everybody, you know what the deal is. We're here to get fit today, and I'm going to show you that you can do it just by doing a lot of random things around the house that needed to get done anyway. Okay, let's get started. First, we're going to take out the trash. Now, I was checking my emails the other you day, and I noticed that I got a suspicious one from my girlfriend, but it doesn't look like she meant to send it to me. Looks like I got somebody else's email problem is her naked ass was all up in the email as well as talks of a future date so i emailed her back with a message telling her that when she gets home she's gonna find all of her shit on the backyard that way she has to walk around the house pick that shit up take it back around the front into her little car and get out of my life now we gotta start chucking this shit out the window here we go and uh and uh and uh, and uh, and oh, that feels good, doesn't it? Getting a lot of bad shit out of your life. I feel like I've lost 80 pounds already. It's only 10.30 in the morning. And uh, and uh, and uh, and uh. You know what? I'm going to need to pick up some essentials from the deli down the street. Perfect opportunity since I just worked up a little sweat here, tossing this bitch's shit out this window. Let's run down to the deli and grab some essentials. And here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Now, I don't know what you like to run to, people, but me personally, nothing does it like DMX. Makes me want to kick somebody right in the fucking teeth, man. All right? And there's the deli. Here we go. Okay. Now, I'm newly single. What do I need that's in this deli? First thing I need, lotion. Gonna be jacking it. I personally go with Jergens. Don't know what you prefer, but let me just tell you, if you're a Lubriderm person, you need to love yourself. Okay, what else do I need? Um, condoms? Excuse me, sir. Could you open up these condoms for me? Don't reach for the Magnums. That's a stereotype. Actually looking for ribbed for her pleasure. Like the jack to it. Okay, is there anything else I need? Quick surveillance around the store? Seltzer water. Why? Everybody's drinking it. Tastes like shit, but it's kind of healthy. Get some of this, and we're at the counter. Excuse me one second, folks. All right, man, you know what this is. Give me all the things that you see right here. Empty out that register. Yeah, you can leave the ones. Just give me the 20s and the 5s. You got like two 10s there? Give me the two 10s as well. And some quarters. I need them for later. Don't ask questions. Fuck, this is heavy. Hey, man. You mind opening this door? Fucking seltzer water is hard to carry with all this shit. Don't make me point the gun at you. Just open the fucking door. Thank you. All right, now let's run back home. And, 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 God, 
DMX was the GOAT. Okay, now, for the last thing that we're going to do, since we're getting back to my place, I want everybody to go to their special place and just jack yourself off. You jack yourself off until you get cramps in your stomach from coming so hard. That's the kind of day that you've earned. That's what we do here. We're getting fit, but we're also doing everything that we need to do. I'll talk to you later. Gotta bust this one. Ciao. Dennis sat in his seat on the subway, questioning whether or not he should give up his chair. He looked at a woman in front of him and thought to himself, Man, I need to know you're pregnant, because I'm not just giving up my seat for some big woman. This happens every day, man. I get up, I walk over. Hey, would you like my seat? Wait, first, are you pregnant? What? You asked me if I'm pregnant? Never mind. Would you like my seat? Oh, no, I'm getting off the next stop. And then I turn around and there's some dude in my seat. As he questioned this, he couldn't help but notice that the man next to him kept coughing. (coughs) It was then that he caught eyes with the woman whose pregnancy he questioned. Hi. Good morning. Um, would you like, uh, to, to sit? Are, are Are you pregnant? Rather than do a poor impression of the woman's voice because it was deeper than most, I'll just let you know that she asked him, why? What would that matter? Oh, well, because if you were pregnant, then I was going to offer you my seat. She questioned why her being pregnant had anything to do with him being a gentleman. Hey, I want to sit just as much as you do. If you're pregnant, I'm willing to forego those urges to let you have a seat. She suggested that he just give her the seat anyway. Also, the man kept coughing in what seemed like a suggestive manner. (coughs) Look, I want to sit down. That comes first and foremost. If you are pregnant, which I'm beginning to believe you're not because you haven't answered my question, then you can have a seat. Otherwise, I'm sorry. We can just stare at each other for the next three stops until I get off. And sir... Would you please take a lozenge? So my wife and I are uh, fans of that new show, Name That Tune, which feels like an old show redone with James Krakowski, if I pronounce that right, and Randy Looks Sick from American Idol Jackson. Um, Great show. We love it. But it made some issues horribly aware uh, when it comes to pop music. So... I heard a Shawn Mendes song for the first time. I had never heard that song because since the invention of the iPod, I pretty much abandoned radio and I never got into Pandora because I like being able to choose my music. Before I was streaming, I was stealing. I say that to say this. That song was awful. And my wife knew the song. And she was like, you've never heard that song? And I was like, no, I've never heard that song. And I don't ever want to. Like, I know the name Sean Mendez. He's dating a singer named Camilla. And that's about all I knew. And he looks like a decent enough looking white guy. So I was like, okay, you're a pop star. I get that. Now that I've heard his music, it just took me back to when TRL was originally on the air. I never watched the reboot. I loved myself too much by that point. But I remember, as a kid who loved rap back in those times, you know, the occasional 
rap song would make its way into the number one or maybe an R&B song. But I think that's why people left TRL for 106 and Park, even though I think 106 and Park lasted longer than TRL, um, because there were actual songs that people were listening to. And when I say people, I am excluding teenage girls. Why? Not because they're not people, but because of the fact that they like something very specific. And everybody else seems to like something else. Now, I'm not going to say they have horrible taste in music, but going back to the TRL days, all of the top ten was the Backstreet Boys. It's why I know Christina Aguilera songs and more than two Britney Spears songs. And their, their taste is pretty awful. Uh, they only like the most commercialized corn songs. I remember that from back then. And for everybody who has made Limp Biscuit jokes, not me because I always loved them, but for everybody who did make them, those little girls loved Limp Biscuit. Which is why I can't totally put them down because we saw eye to eye on Limp Biscuit, Coldplay, and Nickelback until they decided to change their minds about Coldplay and Nickelback. Now, pop charts. I never like go in Spotify and play music based on the fact that it's charting in the United States or globally. And I think that that's mainly the reason. I don't care what most of the young women in this world or country are listening to. Chances are we don't like the same stuff. Anytime I've talked to a woman who is young enough to be close to being called a girl, she would generally say something to me like, Oh, I like Nelly, but I'm not listening to his words. I just like the beat. Now, times have changed some, and I know plenty of women who actually listen to hip-hop and can decipher excuse me, the lyrics and all that. But for a long time, I didn't know a lot of women hip-hop heads like that. And I thought that women just never listen to lyrics. And the fact that they like Drake, oh my god, don't even get me started. 